I'm Rick. And I'm Mark. And this is another episode of On the Range Podcast. Hello again, guys, and welcome to another episode of On the Range Podcast with Warhog Tactical and Kelly Defense. I am Mark Kelly, and with me, as always, is my friend and co-host, Rick Hogg. How's it going, buddy? Man, Mark, it is going great. Super grateful that we had a fantastic Thanksgiving. Hope all you guys did as well. Thank you for giving us your most precious commodity, your time to tune in. Do us one favor, guys. Hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating review on whatever platform you listen to. If you listen to multiple platforms, hit them all. Again, that's what's going to help us beat this whole AI algorithm and get the uh, word of On the Range podcast with Warhawk Tactical and Killer Defense out to the world. Uh, since you're out there floating on the interwebs, you might as well hit uh, warhog.com and kellydefense.com. Sign up for those newsletters because I'm here to tell you. Um, some secret stuff coming down to the newsletter recipients will be the first to know here shortly. So big, big, big um, <laughs> announcements coming up. So yeah, we're going to let the, you know, besides the patrons, um, you know, newsletters are the next ones on board. Yeah. So again, if you're going, what's this patron thing? So it's patreon.com forward slash on the range podcast. Um, I think we're up to 50, 60 some odd videos now. We've got a bi-monthly Zoom call that's interactive with our patrons. We've just started a kind of subgroup of that for our law enforcement officers only. Um, yeah, so if you're, yeah, if you're LEO, go swing by that. Check that out. We're going to have specific content for you guys. Um, and again, it's just it's building that community. So it kind of runs hand in hand with the firearms training notebook. You know, the whole 1% better every day. Our patrons, man, they're living it. You know, they're going through it, man. We had our last Zoom call, you know, some some struggles going on, some things. But, dude, it's keeping that forward momentum and just giving guys that kind of direction to go, hey, I got it. Might have slipped up, messed up, whatever. It's not the end of the world, right? So you need failure in your life to get better. And when we sit there and go 1% better every day, it's just not lip service. We're out there doing it. So, um, yeah, make sure you guys go check all those things out. So, yeah, buddy. I think that's all the housekeeping. Yeah. It is. You know, one thing we want to make sure that we remind folks is Cyber Monday is tomorrow. Mm -hmm. I don't know when this is going to be aired, but Monday, November 28th is Cyber Monday. That is the last day. The run through that day is the last day that you're going to get the 20% off of the firearms training notebook. Mm -hmm. So if you go to Amazon, type in Rick's name, my name, type in the firearms training notebook, go right to it. Take advantage of that 20% off. We've been running that all through last week. And like, you know, we talked about a pre-production that tomorrow is the last day. Cyber mm -hmm. Monday is the last day for that holiday pricing. Now, yep. I don't know when we're going to bring that back. I don't know when we are, if we're going to or not. But guys, take take uh, take advantage of it. Right now, the supply, it's it's getting uh, shipped out. It's getting printed on demand and sent out. It's, it's working well right now, but you never know what's going to happen to that. So take advantage of that 20% off. Go to Amazon, search the firearms training notebook great gifts not only for yourself but to your shooting enthusiasts those who you know ccw every day uh fire or uh, folks who carry firearms for a living like law enforcement military anybody that's looking to get better with their firearms training this is one of the best piece of kit that not because we just wrote it but we've always talked about notebooks mm -hmm. but this is one of the best pieces of kit that you can have the yep. firearms training notebook take advantage of that 20 percent off yeah buddy. so just had Thanksgiving. I understand you had a great one. I had a great one. Mm -hmm. But we we thought, you know, we usually do this around this time of year, talk about being thankful. And one of our biggest pet peeves are those who don't appreciate what they have right in front of them. Mm -hmm. They're always thinking about that, that golden ticket, that carrot in front of them, those things, the shiny things that they want or something they think <laughs> they want. Yeah. But they have plenty where they're at right now. Yeah. It, you know, one of the things we do, one of our traditions is, you know, go around the horn of the table and have everyone say, hey, what are you grateful for? Let the words come out your mouth in a, in a public setting. Now, granted, I write down every morning as part of my journaling routine, three things that I'm grateful for. 
and I don't put the same lip service. Oh, I'm grateful for my house and I'm grateful to be here. No, dude, we dig a little deeper. And the point is, I hate to say it, man. I, I, I hate to be negative, but we are very much in a negative world, right? We're in a very woke society where, oh, you hurt my feelings and oh, this is terrible and oh, this and oh, that. You know what? Put that rubbish aside. Look yourself in the mirror. And every morning, if you sit there and write three things that you're grateful for, dude, it's a great day. I'm grateful every day that I wake up and I'm alive. Whew, that's a concept, right? I don't care about all this other minutiae stuff. Yes. Do I want success in my business? Do I want my family to be successful? 100%. But let the negativity kind of slide to the side. And we've seen it with, with some of our patrons, man. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, the, the social, it's, it's toxic. I'm like, it's only toxic if you let it. Anything is, think about it. <clears throat> I don't care whether it's social, a person, whatever the case may be. If it's toxic and you're still allowing it in your life, I'm sorry. Shame on you. You know, you can sit there and easily, you know, unfollow those pages or, you know, I look at it and, and I've said this time and time again. I look at people in kind of two ways. Are you either putting wind in my sail, giving me forward propulsion, or are you a boat anchor weighing me down? And, you know, sit there and, and part of the deal, you know, that I'm thankful for is really the Warhog Circle, man. Who's that close tribe? You know, and it's probably somewhere between, if you really think about it, three to five people yeah. in your life. You know, it, it it's not like, hey, I got, I'm team thousand. And don't be going, oh, my Twitter followers. Dude, give me a break, right? Probably half of those are bots. Who's your no kidding three to five people in that tight circle? That if you sit there and make that call at three o'clock in the morning going, hey, dude, they're like, yeah, man, what do you need? And I'll let you figure out what happens at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, that, that's that's a great point. And when you do it, you know, our thing is uh, the wife always brings these little cards that shaped like a turkey or shaped like, a, mm -hmm. you know, it's like little message notes they fold out look like a leaf or something and you do the same thing you write it in there people can read them or you say them in a public setting whatever you want to mm -hmm. do but and you start seeing that it's not those things that you think you want or that you're always thinking about having that you end up writing down you end up no. writing down the other things you know yeah. the grandkids you know how the how you know the uh, kids are striving to be better and, and doing what mm -hmm. they're doing all the neat stuff that they're attempting to do and you can fail at those it doesn't matter yeah. It doesn't matter as long as you're just being a great human being and tr or trying to be a great human being and just remember that that group of folks around you is very small that, mm -hmm. like you said, that you can trust. And, and those are the ones you really should be thankful for. Yeah. And, and you hit up a great point. It's like, I'm not saying you can't be thankful for materialistic items, right? Yes. Am I thankful to have a roof over my head? 100%. But it's where do you take that quote unquote thankfulness for said things? You know, that, that's where I think it can kind of get a little skewed. Hey, man, think about this. I'm grateful to live in the best country in the world. Do we have our dramas? Hell yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, we still live in the best country in the world. So that's just a piece of such a, a, a bigger piece, you know, who's your inner circle? You know, you look at your family, your kids, your wife, uh, grandkids, man, you got grandkids. You must be old buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, man. Uh, let me take a cool drink of water out of my uh, best grampy ever. Cup. <laughs> you know, the thing about, um, you know, being thankful about, the United States of America. You, you know, we always have, we have flags everywhere, mm -hmm. you know, in our hats, we got them behind us. You oh, can yeah. never have too many of those things in the house, outside the house, on your car, on your kit, whatever. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that's a very good point. All you folks who hate the United States, all you folks who think that everybody's terrible and they're this and they're that, and there shouldn't be billionaires and all these other things, you know, Hey man, the only reason you can say the things that you can say is because you are living in the United States of America. That is a fact. Mm -hmm. 
The only 100%. reason why you can that you can vote for who you want is because you're living in the United States of America. The only reason why you can take a catastrophic injury, mm-hmm. not work, and then the folks who are working are putting into the kitty so that you can, you know, continue to maintain your your home and your and food and and your kids and everybody until you're better to come back to work is because you live in the United States of America. The only reason why you can go to any emergency room anywhere in the country and get the best care in the world mm-hmm. is because you live in the United <laughs> States of America. Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> so so I'm going to expound on some uh, <laughs> let's say hospital treatments around the world. But re- <laughs> remind me cuz cuz I might fall off a subject here, right? Um <laughs> Well, no, I'll hit it now, then I'll circle back. Because if not, I'll I'll forget. Um, Put it this way. There are some places in the world where, let's say you need some medical care. The doc might give you a laundry list of items that you have to go run at the pharmacy and pick up. And then bring back before they even do anything. Why? Because the hospital doesn't have it. You might have things that are expired. Hey, dude, at least you got it, right? Best of luck to you. I mean, that's that's how lucky and grateful I am to be in this country because I have seen that crap, right? And then you have these people that want to sit there and badmouth this country. Dude, leave. Leave. Yeah. Because let's think about this, Mark, right? Um, you know, granted, I know that you're over in Korea prior to coming over the 82nd and stuff. But for me, the reality check was really when we went to uh, Desert Shield, Desert Storm. And we had nothing, nothing. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm talking, not even having, you know, porcelain crappers, man. We had nothing. No, no. When you come back from an experience like that, you want to talk about being grateful. Dude, that solidified my gratefulness just from all the things we have that we take for granted. Wow. You've got running water. You've got electricity. You know, you actually have a sewer system that works. A trash service gets picked up. I mean, th- we can go on and on, right? Food. Hmm, there's one for you. Hey, here's yeah. your three three day old Hardy's hamburger. Best of luck to you. Um, yeah. You know, that's a great point because the only reason that people are even complaining about the silliness that they're complaining about is because mm-hmm. they have all the bare necessities. Yeah. At Dude, grocery stores? Mm-hmm. Going into these grocery stores and seeing the aisles and aisles and aisles of rubbish. Oh, yeah. Cereal. You see, yeah. you see how big those lines of cereal are? are you kidding God. me? These people in this country or in other countries have no idea no. the bounty that we have. And now, it, now we work for it. We make we give it to ourselves. Sure. We make it for ourselves, but it's there. It's the opportunity to have all that stuff. Yeah. And and it goes back, you know, I have been again other places in the world where you go to a restaurant and you have to pay up front. And it usually takes hours because then old boys got to go run down to the, the local meat market and get freaking whatever meats hanging on the stick, you know, then old, you know, bring it back. Then the cook's got to fix it. I I mean, we, I don't say spoil because I don't think spoil is the right word. Right. But we are super blessed as far as what we have here in this country. Yeah. And, when I hear these people going, you know, just like you were saying before, bad mouthing it, leave. You know, <laughs> we had what was it? Um, was it 2016 when, when all these celebrities were like, "Man, if Trump gets into office, I'm I'm leaving." Yeah. Well, why is how why many of them left here? Not not a one of yeah. them. Come on, not a one. Yeah. Go get you some of a third world country. Enjoy. <laughs> Never you know, happened. And, these these guys, gals, man, forget about it. No, but but it, it just goes to, to show, and just hopefully the the viewers, listeners are getting this. You've got a lot of people. Be careful who you kind of use as that role model, right? Or be careful where you sit there and look to go. Oh, their life is better, right? And I'll just put a comma one out there. You know, old Tom Brady got more money than you can shake a stick at, right? Well, his marriage all fell apart. Now he's got it. He had his fingers in that whole FTX um, crypto crap, you know? So who knows what is going on? So don't, don't always look at others. Look at yourself and go, what am I grateful for? 
Don't sit there and go, oh, he's got this and he's got that. Are, are you looking at him as the person? Or are you looking at what materialistic items that he has that you wish you had? And if you want that crap, here's the bottom line. Go work hard. You know, right. get get yeah. out there, get out there, get after it. Um, you look at people, if you want to say, who are financially very well off. Not a one of them, with the exception of um, our representatives and senators up there at the Hill, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. Work, work for anybody else. Yeah. So, you know, we'll use Nancy Pelosi, lifetime, supposedly public servant. I think she's valued at like 130 million. Hmm. Oh yeah. That's amazing how that happens. Right. But my point being short of you going into politics at the federal level, you're probably not going to sit there just doing the regular nine to five grind. And I got it. A lot of guys don't want to step away from that because that's security to them. But, Oh yeah. And there's, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying, Hey, if you've got a nine to five, great. You know, be grateful that you have a job because there's people in this country that don't have jobs. A lot of them don't have them because they don't want to, which is a novel concept in itself. But um, and it doesn't help when you have places like San Francisco that promote, hey, don't work. You know, we'll pay you money just to hang out. Just fill out this questionnaire that has 97 different sexes on there. Not quite sure what's going on in California and their education system. But when I was going to school, there was only two. How they got 97, I'm not quite sure. But um, don't fall into the trap, right? Don't fall into the trap of the easy money. Don't fall in the trap of Uncle Sugar giving you anything. Uncle Sugar don't want to – don't take nothing from him. You know, build no. your own build your own empire, for lack of better terms, and, and just stay after it. But if you're doing your 9 to 5, you're happy with your job, you're providing for your family, and you're grateful, dude – you know, keep I'm thankful you for you, buddy. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, another, another, uh, group of folks that were super, we talk about them all the time. First mm-hmm. responders, super thankful yeah. for all those guys and gals out there doing a very tough job, whether it's, you know, fire officer, police officer, you know, paramedics, mm-hmm. you, you know, out there, the ER doctors and nurses out there doing great stuff. Uh, super thankful for those best in the world. Mm-hmm. Of course, we're a little biased in that. There's a lot of people, a lot of great first responders yeah. around the world, but, uh, yeah, the United States of American um, law officer and fire officer and paramedics, hats off to you. And of course, our young people in the military, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about them on our post during the Thanksgiving and, you know, we've had many of those, you know, when you're away from home and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, hats off to you. Really appreciate you. always thinking about you. We make sure that we let everybody know that we're thinking about them and uh, should feel good about what you're doing. Uh, your people people really appreciate it and i'm going to here to tell you those who are bad mouthing you all the time they need you too and you guys know it and despite what everybody says you still go out there and do your job and thank you very much very thankful for those guys and gals yeah very thankful and and they provide you know here's the crazy thing you know especially for the military side and i've always said they provide the very blanket freedom that you sleep under because they are deployed around the world in harm's way to make sure yep. that you can enjoy that very freedom that you have. Yep. And again, there's nothing wrong. You see that World War II vet, Korea, Vietnam, whatever, they're sporting that hat. Tell them, hey, man, thanks for your service. Yep. It, it goes a long way. For the Vietnam yeah. guys, hey, thanks for your service and welcome home. Yeah. Because it, they never got that, right? I'm yeah. thankful for all them guys. And you hit up a great point. You know, our law enforcement, right? Let's think about it. Who in their right mind would want to go in that field? And these young people that are sitting there stepping up to the plate, you know, filling those ranks, hats off to you, man. Hats yeah. off to you. So, yeah, we got, we got young people in our families that are mm-hmm. doing both and yeah. uh, super proud of them and super thankful for them because we need good people to continue to, to show an interest in it and, and do it and keep doing it. And mm-hmm. yeah, man, just a lot to be thankful for. So great segment on that. Um, thankful for the show. Thanks for thankful that you and I, Rick, get to do this and and we have people listen, no matter if it's mm-hmm. five people. Yep. Thankful for all those guys that help us support the stuff we're doing, doing the outreach for the law enforcement guys and gals and the military guys and gals, the canine officers, just a lot of good stuff, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of good stuff to be thankful for. So 
Yeah. So we talked about the book. Mm-hmm. Guys, got to make sure you take advantage of that. Uh, Cyber Monday is the last full day of that sale. Mm-hmm. But you hit on it a little bit at the beginning. The <laughs> law enforcement tier for Patreon. Yep. All you men and women in law enforcement don't care municipal, federal, you know, state, don't care. Check it out. There's a lot of great training on there. Mm-hmm. And once we start populating and we have, you know, a good core group of law officers signed up for that, that content will definitely be geared to what you ask for. And mm-hmm. we're going to make it happen. And it's a special price and we have to keep the lights on, but it's, it's minimal. And I think they're going to get a lot out of it. And, you know, we can even bring people in that if we you know, need some expertise on stuff, but if you have mm-hmm. issues and you want to just talk things out, we're all going to be there. It's going to be like-minded people wanting to be 1% better every day at being a law enforcement officer. So I think it's a great idea. This was your brainchild. So once mm-hmm. you comment on it, but man, I'm really hoping that you guys and gals take advantage of it. Yeah. And the thing is, um, I think it was really, uh, this year when things kind of opened up and we really started going full steam ahead, trying to support our LEOs, they're in a job that they're out there getting slain all the time. And we want to put a stop to it, right? want to make them 1% better, a little harder to kill, whatever word you want to say, I don't care, but we want them to come home at night or come home at the day, you know, at the end of their shift, they're coming home. Uh, so part of that was, you know, instilling a Patreon page specific for them so they can kind of talk specifically for, um, things that they're being faced with. Cause let's be an honest broker. They're being faced with things that some of us will never understand. So kind of keep that group together, you know, build that community there. Um, the other thing we started, or we're going to start doing next year is we're actually doing, uh, LEO driven webinars. So again, yes, simple, simple thing. Either go to warhog.com, kellydefense.com, sign up uh, for the webinar. It'll be a Zoom style uh, webinar and we're going to start having different subjects that we're going to cover. So again, minimal cost on that. Um, But again, how do we sit there and reach the masses? Because let's be an honest broker. We can't be everywhere, but we can get guys to sit down and computer, tune in and start giving our philosophies on how we, you know, do training, other things like that to hopefully make these guys better. And I'm just going to say this. If you are a law enforcement trainer, I'm going to ask you to do something. I'm going to ask you to drop your ego and actually kind of open up your ears and listen to what other people are putting out. Doesn't mean you have to implement it. Doesn't mean you have to do anything. But if you're just stuck in your same little world, closed-minded, and you're not going to change or help your officers out, kind of shame on you. So just drop that ego. And I'll give you a prime example. You know, Mark, when we're out there running the classes, we see the scan and assess. Out there scanning the assess. Yeah. Right? They, yeah will we scan do. It, they will scan and assess all day long. And then I just pose a question. Well, what's your post-shooting procedures? And it's crickets. So training guys, it, I don't know. Everyone's got a different policy, right? I can't sit there and say, hey, what is your policy? You guys can drive that. But my point being is why are we not pushing what to do after we fire shots? Scan and assess, flat-footed. Really? If I'm going to no kidding do a true scan and assess, I'm turning around. Oh my God, I have a loaded firearm. Will you trust them 364? Except for the day, you know, they come to the range. Then all of a sudden you take all their privileges away. They're supposed to be armed professionals. Treat them as such. Give them as much tools in their toolbox for that short period of time that you have them so that God forbid they are in that gunfight, they're going to come home. Quit wasting. Dude, if I were to sit there and put a clock on a standard you know, law enforcement range. How much time are we wasting just getting and assessing? Oh, yeah. A- a- and you do it kind of quick look over the shirt. Really? Dude, if I'm if I if I'm gonna do a true scan and assess, bam, and I really want to take my surroundings in, you don't think I'm gonna like look around? 
yeah, I am. Y- you know, so quit putting the artificiality in there. And and that's just kind of one of the the topics we want to, you know, touch on. But again, what's your post-shooting procedure? I, I don't know. It's your policy. It's your department. But these guys don't know it. And if they don't know it, hmm. So, again, just one of the things we're looking to hopefully curb. And, again, if you are in the, uh, the law enforcement world, pass the word on to your, uh, to your training guys, you know? Yeah. And along with having an open mind, I think it's – I see it all the time. I think I would rather guys and gals in authority in these police departments spend money on training than some of the kit that I see. Mm-hmm. It's it's not it's not that it's not good stuff, but can you can you really live without it? A lot of the funds that come from you know sharing from seizures and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Those things have to go towards equipment and training. Set up set up a policy in your department where 90% of that's going to training and start sending some of these folks to see other things. Mm-hmm. It's it's more of a mindset thing for the law enforcement side of the house when we go to many of these training seminars and many of the trainings that we put on when we're doing mill and, and uh LEO guys, especially the LEO guys. Mm-hmm. It's oh, we're not we'll never do that. Why? Because the name. The name, yeah, it's got war in it, or it's got <laughs> combat in it. Mm-hmm. You know, well, did you look at the course description? I've seen I've seen them pass up stuff like that because of things such as that. Or we can't do that drill. We can't refer to that drill as this because that just we just don't like the way that sounds. Because if that comes yeah. out in court, it's going to be a problem. And, and they, the they honestly think change the name. Uh, change I the mean, name, dude. It, let's be an honest broker, right? Let, let's think about it for a minute. So the warhog check. Some yeah. people might refer to it. As the press check. Okay. I merely <laughs> just called it the Warhog check. Why? Because that's branding. Yes. Cool. How many, let's think about this. How many other people, you know, how many other things out there? So let's look at the Weaver stance back in the day. Where do you think the name Weaver came from? You know? Hmm. So just because you're doing the Warhog self eval, and you find the word war offensive, then just call it the hog selfie. I don't care. <laughs> right. You're not going to hurt my feelings. It, yeah. But, my man Weaver and my man Weaver probably made a boatload of cash. <laughs> it probably, he probably never, Good I, I, for bet him. You, I bet you didn't make a dime on it. Right. It was just dubbed his. I mean, I bet they're still, they're probably still, people probably still teach that. Don't you think they do, but you're not getting squat from it. You know, it's kind of like no. doing think about this, right? If I guess if I had the name Warhog check, well, then, yeah. Oh, did you say Warhog check? You owe me 25 cents or whatever. You know, it's, <laughs> come on, man. Um, but no, a, a lot of these techniques, right? There's names attached to it. Oh, yeah. So so let's think about this, right? I got to come gonna, up with a drill. Uh, I'm going to open up Pandora's box on this one, right? So when you kind of hold your flashlight out to the side, some people call it the FBI technique, right? I personally call it the Stasi technique. Why? Why not? You know, but <laughs> it, it, are you, well, let's think about it, right? Federalities are treading on some, some slippery slopes of what they're doing. Yeah. Are you going to have, I got to come go, up with, I got to come up with some kind of a technique or drill or shooting stance and call it the, the, this is the Kelly maneuver. Dude, we got the Warhog Flamingo. We got different Warhog <laughs> shooting drills. We've got all kinds yeah. of Warhog stuff, right? No, I got to tighten up my shot group on that. Hmm. Just, I'm, it, I think I'm missing the mark a little bit. Hey, man. <laughs> next time, but, next time you're doing whatever, just slap Kelly Defense in there, man. Bam. I'm just, go, I'm going to do. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do it with everything. If someone laughs at it, or someone says, "Oh, okay," and, or they repeat it, then I'll know that's the one that stuck. Yeah. And I'll just go with that. I think. Now you did mention. Go ahead. No, I'm saying, man. I think we'll do the the Warhog draw from the holster and the Warhog magazine change, <laughs> Warhog target indexing. Yeah. What are you doing? Uh, well, that's the Warhog magazine change. Well, that looks just like a regular magazine change. <laughs> no, no, completely different, bro. Uh, that's the Warhog technique. That's it, man. <laughs> so you brought up you brought up some of the webinars and stuff you know mm-hmm. that we have coming on. We ha- we do have a call, a uh, town hall, so to speak, 
you know, yep. uh, online event that's coming up on the 6th of December, Tuesday, 4 mm-hmm. p.m. Go to uh, the websites and check that out or just send us a, a direct message. We'll send you the link when it comes out. Mm-hmm. But the first webinar that we have on the calendar is going to be Tuesday, January 10th. And it's along the lines of what we're talking about today is how we approach training. Now we're not going to let the cat out of the bag. If you want to go, we're not going to just give you snippets so you can have some kind of a, you know, a talking point, whatever you want to get the real, no BS, what we actually are doing when we sit down and develop our programs. We do a lot of talking about this stuff and Mm -hmm. it's constantly evolving for a lot of it's for time. And a lot of it is for exactly who the audience is and what we think they probably haven't been doing and need and we're going to talk about all this stuff on the webinar and a lot of it's mind frame. It's sure. it, a lot oh, of it's up in your it, head. It, why it, am I doing that? Well, this is why bro and yep. lady, this is what we're, this is what we're doing. And, and this is why we're doing it. And you tell them that you're going, not only you're going to get a buy-in, they're going to understand and they're going to start mm-hmm. thinking. Yeah. And it starts, man, as soon as you have the crew there, that's when it starts. And I'm not going to let the cat out the bag on it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's, how you set your student's mindset to just dealing with that flat range, right? That's huge in itself because personally, I, I, I'm going to say pretty much everyone I've seen, I've seen it wrong. And that's just my opinion. Um, the one thing I will add that's pretty much public knowledge and we'll put it out there and let it fly is the firearms training notebook will be incorporated a lot more into our courses because what we want is for guys to walk away and you've got tangible data already built in your book. At least you've got something because let's be an honest broker. You ask most people, Hey man, draw the first shot, seven meters, Ipsic style target, a zone hit. What's your time? But I don't know. Well, if you don't have a time, you don't even know where to start. So that tells me you're not even putting yourself under any type of uh, check. If you, I mean, granted, you can do dry fire training. This that's firearms manipulation. Granted, I can draw my pistol out of my holster, but if I never have a time, or if I'm not recording it, how do I know if I'm getting any better? Yeah, I got the manipulation. Great, and I'm not downplaying that at all because I'm not saying everything has to be on time either. Because there's times when you're sitting there going, hey, I want to try this technique or this method, or I think if I did this a little different. Well, before I just sit there and arbitrarily start slapping myself under pressure, I'm going to work the mechanics of what it is I'm trying to do. And once I've kind of got the mechanics worked out going, all right, cool. Let's just kind of see where we're at for time on this thing. Because how do we start trimming the time? How do we get more efficient? That's, those are the kind of the key things you need to think about when you're working on this. And it just doesn't apply to firearms. That's the whole part. It applies to everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you think, of, you think about, and again, we always hit the fitness. So I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to shift, right? I'm going to totally throw people off their game on this one. Let's look at finances, right? Probably number one thing that, that couples argue about is finances, right? Where's the money? Who spent all the money? You got 20,000 pairs of shoes, woman. You just need one. Um, but my point's this. If you're going to sit there and try to get your finances in order, well, you got to have the numbers. And if you don't have the numbers, you don't even know where to start. So if you sit there and go, all right, I only take in $1,000 a month, but my expenditures are 1500 Dude, you are digging yourself a $500 hole. Every single month. And that's Barney not going over. Now you kind of take those same numbers into correlation and slide it over to your firearms training. Well, if I don't have any numbers, how do I even know how good am I doing? I felt good. Look good. Yeah, okay. Now, when you come out to the class, boom. You know, Warhawk selfie valves being shot. Bam. Tangible data. I got it in there. And then as we start doing certain drills, I'm going to start wrapping up. You know, if you want to say, hey, man, hold off a couple rounds 
And we're going to shoot those, you know, that drill we've just been doing just for time, write it in the book. You got a tangible, you know, and just keep building that for however many days we are training. And then yeah. that way you've got guys stepping away from training event, not guessing. Hey man, uh, I think I'm this. Now you've got no kidding. Here's where I'm at. So at least gives you a better starting point when you're looking to develop a plan. Yeah. And a lot of those things come, like you said, at the very beginning, you find out kind of where they're at almost immediately. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we can sit there and talk, let's say we're doing rifle. We can talk about point of aim, point of impact, because usually that rears its ugly head several times throughout the day. At first when they do it, Oh, I forgot. Then when you add the whistle, Oh, then, then all of a sudden they forget their point of aim, point of impact. Mm -hmm. Then when you add the timer, they forget their point of aim, point of impact. So you keep hammering those things. That's great. Mm -hmm. But yeah. rarely oh. do anybody talk about, I'm sorry, Rick, I just want to finish this. No, you good. But rarely do they talk about where they should be aiming. Mm -hmm. And we, we look at that because a lot of times the test day targets dictate that. And there's, yeah. there, and some of the instructors, they're doing it on purpose because they want them to pass their test. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, buddy. Go ahead. No, no. It, you're totally spot on, but now you take it a step further, right? You got point of aim, point of impact with your carbine. So again, now we start adding a pistol in there and you'll see it where guys might know their point of aim, point of impact for their carbine. And then where's their pistol shots going at their point of, you know, basically yep. their point of aim for their carbine because they haven't realized, Oh, there's no point of aim, point of impact difference right so it <clears throat> the point being is it's just you've got to put yourself working these platforms under some type of pressure and truly understand hey man where am i holding this dot in order to get my hits oh incorporate you know your uh your pistol in there as well so that, that piece is coming along and that's the beauty of of why i love the three inch dots because if you hold center you're gonna miss and some people are like uh, you're so mean three inch dot dude it, it's for a reason right so let's think about it if i take an ipsic style target and that's my quote unquote qual target and i go hey you got to get your hits in the a zone dude i can be off on my point of aim point of impact for my carbine and still get my hits but is that really where i want them at nope so no just it, it, and again, one of the things we'll talk about in depth, you know, as far as how we approach training and working that piece. Yeah. So again, guys, the, we have a town hall on the range podcast with uh, Rick and I on June 6th, that'll be going out on the websites and we'll put some posts January. out here pretty soon. Cause that's, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm talking about December 6th for the group. And then the webinar is going to be January 10th. Right. You, uh, said, my, I you said June. Did I? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, good. I screwed that up for sure. Big time. December, December 6th. I'm thinking of D-Day. June 6th, <laughs> 1944. Huge. <laughs> Huge. Yeah. Tell me that's not America. Yeah. I was thinking about D-Day just then. <laughs> Dude. Yeah. I, I'm going to totally go off on a tangent. If you guys have <laughs> never been mm. over to Normandy... You got to go. It is. It's on my bucket list, man, for sure. Dude, France is one of them quirky countries, right? Yeah, you can go to Paris and check that out. Trust me. We like Paris. However, there's a different feel. There's a different vibe that is very much pro-American when you go to Normandy. You probably see more American flags in France, in Normandy, than you do anywhere else. I mean, they have not forgotten their history. So it's funny. I kind of bring up this and opened up this Pandora's box. Thanks for, for D-Day, Mark. Um, but here we are, a country that's trying to kill our history or change our history or rewrite our history. It can't be rewritten. But here you got the French, right? And everyone rolls their nose at the French. But man, them cats that live in Normandy, they still hold that history very close to their hearts and it's passed on generationally because they understand the sacrifice of the American military to come to their rescue. 
to repatriate them from the evil of the Nazis that had taken over their country. They have not forgotten. So I just ask people out there, and I doubt anyone from the woke sides listening, but if you are, and you want to sit there and crush the history, think about that. Let that resin for a second. You got foreigners that have more American pride than you do. Hmm. And then for the rest of you cats, they want to change the name of Fort Bragg to this Fort Liberty. Hmm. I guess it's because Braxton Bragg, yes, he was a Confederate general from basically 61 to 65, but he also served in the U.S. Army. So are we saying that his time in the U.S. Army doesn't count? He doesn't warrant this base to be called after him? Hmm. I'm just asking the questions. Do you even know what who Bragg is? What he did? Oh, yeah, because he was also a combat veteran of the U.S. Army, Spanish-American War. Hmm. Probably don't know what that one is. Look in your history books. So before we're so quick to be all woke and be offended because Mr. Braxton Bragg, or should say General Braxton Bragg, was a Confederate general. Yeah, he opted that he was very strong in favor of the 10th Amendment. That's right, the 10th Amendment. That's what we fought over. You don't know what the 10th is? I'm not going to tell you. Get your copy of the book and check it out, see what it says. But that's what it is. So I digress, Mark. But again, <laughs> we start talking about American history, especially D-Day. Oh, yeah. Woo. Yeah. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you this. If that's on your bucket list, how many days do you think you'd want to go for? I think I'd want to hit Normandy at least thinking that I'd probably be over there in Europe in general for two weeks. I'd, I'd like to carve out at least three days. Not enough. Not enough? Not enough. <clears throat> I was there for five. Not enough. Yeah. Not enough. I mean, it is, golly, man, the mere distance that Normandy is, you know, if you look at all the five different beaches, okay, you, you got to kind of make your pit stops there. <clears throat> then you got to think, right? We're foreign paratroopers. Mm -hmm. You, you got to go to St. Mary Glees. Yeah. You got to go inside of the St. Mary Glees church that, oh, by the way, yep. has a beautiful stained glass mural of paratroopers. Oh, St. Mary Glees Chapel still has a replica of 82nd paratrooper John Steele still hanging from the steeple. There's a fantastic uh, museum over there. But I would say <clears throat> five would be my bare bones basic. I'd want to go, if I could, push it to eight. Yeah. I'm just, I'm putting it out there, right? Can can you do it? Can you do it in three? You better have, hey, what do I want to see? Yeah, you know? definitely would have to, you'd have to have a strict schedule to see everything in even three days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because, you're not, and you're not going to, like you said, you're not going to see everything. No, no, yeah. just, you know, <clears throat> you're going to go to the cemetery. You know, you're going to go to the yeah. American cemetery. Yeah. You're going to walk the cemetery and that in itself has power that you can't quite explain. But then when you get there, <clears throat> you're going to look down on top of the cemetery and see the beach. And at least for me, I was like, I need to go there. And you go down on that beach, right? Now you're down there at the beach looking up going, now I understand why. Omaha was so bloody, right? And that's just looking at the cemetery. That's being quick, moving around. That's already half a day, <clears throat> excuse me, burnt right there, right? Then maybe sit there and go, hey, I got to swim by Point du Hawk. Check that out. Because we all know, we all have heard what the Rangers were doing, scaling all that. And you go to that place, good Lord, man. <clears throat> you've got bomb craters that are still 30 feet deep in the ground today. And you're like, good Lord, they ate some overpressure. We haven't even talked oh, yeah. about 
get any other beaches, drop zones, landing zones, museums. Oh yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's um it's an impressive place, man, without a doubt. Yeah. So yeah. A lot to be thankful for for certain. Yeah. <laughs> they are it, those people, let me tell you, they are still thankful to this day. Yeah. So. Yeah. So let me correct myself. December 6th, we have the open call. Go to the websites. Mm-hmm. Check it out, 4 p.m. It's a online event. You can interact with us. We're going to talk about some stuff um, concerning training. Jump on there. If you're LEOs, make sure you go to the Patreon page. And the big one, the big jalopy, is the webinar on January 10th. January mm-hmm. 10th, 7 p.m. Go to the websites, either warhog.com, kellydefense.com. Sign up, get registered, and... Uh, We're going to talk about how we approach training probably take every bit of that two hours, but I think it's going to be, it's going to be good, a good uh, exchange of information on that. You're going to learn how we do it. And I think we've been fairly successful here and it's the success that we have had is driving this train very much. So yeah, buddy. So anyway, I know you wanted to hit a couple of, uh, Teasers for the line of canine products. Mm-hmm. I know you wanted to touch on that and then we can wrap things up, but I'm excited to hear about them too. And I know everybody else is because the loop leash at the seminar at the American tactical canine was the star. Everybody wanted to hear about it. Everybody wanted to see it. Yeah, buddy. Um, <clears throat> so we're going to add to our canine product line. Uh, I'm not going to tell you what it is. If you're signed up for the newsletter, you will 100% know. Um, but it's it, super excited about this launch we're getting ready to do. Um, I will let a little bit out. It is a partnership with another company. That's about as far as you're going to get out of me on that one. But trust me, um, depending when this goes out, it's going out tomorrow. So tomorrow morning, we're launching a newsletter. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're at the final, final tweak stages of... <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is out there dying. Um, final tweak stages. So, yeah, we should launch tomorrow. Uh, Got to finalize some stuff tonight. But, yeah, buddy, we'll be good. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and then we've got some other secret surprises coming up down the road. But, again, we want to reward our patrons and we want to reward those that take the time to sign up for the newsletters about, hey, man, here's what's going on. So, let you guys have the first stabs and jabs at things. Uh, there might be some limited edition things coming out. You never know. Uh, but yeah, we're going to give you guys the first shake to, you know, <laughs> let that stuff happen. Yeah. You also get early access to sign up for our training events as well, in-person training. Yep. So make yep. sure you check that out. Mm-hmm. But at the very least, guys, go to warhog.com, kellydefense.com. Make sure you check out our industry partners Check out the training calendars. Uh, an email blast went out newsletter today for Kelly Defense. I know Rick's got one coming out tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And they talked about the March 25th, March 26th. Rick and I will both, both be there in West Elkton, Ohio. The first day on the 25th is going to be pistol open enrollment. Second day is going on the 26th is going to be carbine open enrollment. Mm-hmm. They're already starting to fill up, guys. Don't miss out on that because we don't know when we're going to be back on those open enrollments. We've got a lot of stuff going out to the uh, LE guys and gals. We're super excited about that, but we'd love our open enrollment. Take advantage of it when they come around. If you don't make that one, you got to get on those newsletters or get into the Patreon group because that's the only way you're going to find out early enough before these start to get sucked up. So make sure that you go to warhog.com kellydefense.com sign up for those newsletters get on the email lists and check out those calendars and if you can sign up early sign yep. up early we yeah, also talked about that, go ahead buddy uh, on that mark uh december 3rd i do have a one day yes. class um down at swansea south carolina at Pantio. yes so december 3rd still a couple slots left for that so yeah yeah make sure you grab that because that's shoot that's that's this week that's next week next yeah, weekend it's coming weekend yeah Guys, go in there. Guys and gals, make sure you go and sign up. That's open enrollment too. So make sure you check that out. The firearms training notebook, Cyber Monday through Cyber Monday. So that next the Tuesday, which is Giving Tuesday, I think you said it was. Yep. It is Giving Tuesday. 
unfortunately, we're not given any more twenty percent off <laughs> on that date. So make sure that you go there no later than midnight Eastern time for the firearms training notebook. Go to Amazon. Make sure you get your gifts out of the way for your shooting enthusiasts, your enthusiasts, your law enforcement mill guys. Make sure for yourself. Make sure you go there and you take care of that business because you're going to save 20% off if you do so. Yeah. And we touched on it again. We can't say it enough. We love and support our police. Make sure you guys and gals in law enforcement take advantage of the special pricing and content for law enforcement's only tier at the patreon.com on the range podcast page. So it's patreon.com forward slash on the range podcast. Go sign up. Five bucks. That's it. Five bucks. Sign up. You get all of our training videos, all access, and you have your special content for law enforcement only. Really excited about that. Mm -hmm. Again, you're going to get access to the behind the scenes stuff and those early access to classes. Yep. So I think that's everything, buddy. Yeah, man. I'm glad you had a great Thanksgiving. I certainly did. Same with you, buddy. Yeah. Ate tons of turkey. What kind of pie did you have? Any pie? We double dipped some oh. apple and some pecan pie. Yeah. I always go what for the I, pecan. What did I do? A slice of each. <laughs> Make, give me a 50 50. You right. know, surprisingly, I think I'm the only pumpkin pie cat in the Kelly household. We just didn't they always give me one. Yeah. We just didn't have any pumpkin pie there. I like pumpkin yeah, pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. I, I, tell you, <laughs> I like pecan pie, man. Mm hmm. Matter of yeah. fact, every time Rick comes up, we hit that uh, pumpkin pie cheesecake. Oh yeah, it's almost like a. I don't know if that's a. I don't think that's a Cincinnati thing, but man, I tell you what, that's delicious. Every but time you come up for the nine, I think it, it. I think it's it's seasonal though, right? Yeah, it is seasonal. But you're always yeah. up here because we have the well, uh, have some AT, stuff in the fall. ATK nine, yeah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. All right, guys, super thankful for you, buddy. Thanks for doing this again with me. Same here, pal. All right. Everybody have a great week. Take advantage of those savings. Go to warhog.com, kellydefense.com. See you next time, guys. Let's do it again, Rick. You know it, pal. See ya. All right, buddy.